0: Sometimes our best conversations happen after we stop recording. Well, we hit the record button one more time. This time, the question is, what are some of the biggest challenges facing the fire service now? And listen to some of the answers that the guys from Twisted Fire have. So, guys, what is the biggest challenges that we see in the fire service now? What do you think we're facing right now that's going to be the end of us if we don't jump on it? So the three of us discussed it and
1: it comes down to one word for us. And that word is ego
2: from the bottom ego. to the top, ego. ego. Can you explain that? So if you look at what everybody complains about, whether it be administration, whether it be fire companies not doing certain things, certain ways, you know, if you look at the big picture and everything, the biggest hurdle that it's harder for everybody to overcome is their own personal ego, right? So if they, I don't know how to put it, but like if, let's say they've tried the, a minute man load, right? And for some reason they failed at it where everybody is excelling. And this one company out there says, well, we're just going to run straight flat load because that's what we're good at. Well, are you really good at it, or is it just something you're comfortable with and you didn't let your ego get, get away, get aside for you to actually learn how to stretch properly with a, a Minuteman? Or, you know, also people complain about the administration. Well, depending on what they were taught when they were coming up and their true feelings about a certain something, Are they actually listening to the opinions of others to progress or are they holding everybody back because they can't put their feelings aside and actually truly
3: listen and make a competent decision something like that? Yeah. And I mean, just continuing on the thought, I think looking at it from firemen receiving, you know, directives or so on from admin that maybe seem unreasonable or so on questioning the intent behind it, right? Like, well, what? what, why can't I use my own PPE for this outside training? Is it truly the insurance or it truly the coverage and you're worried about my safety or is it, you see me excelling my career and you're trying to not have me challenge you with questions of, Hey, can we change this hose load? Or, Hey, can we do this differently? Because I learned this. Um, you know, is it the ego of the admin trying to, you know, I don't know, keep things a certain way because that's the way we've always done them. So I think ego, like we're, we've all talked about wraps it all up pretty nicely.
1: Uh, They both talked about admin. I'll take it the other way just to have the whole picture, the ego from the bottom. So maybe admin put out a policy we don't agree with and... We have to look at the big picture and not get upset over XYZ that if that's the only gripe they have personally, I'll say one I hear a lot is like traffic vests, that's a big thing. And, but if that's the only major gripe we have is that you have to wear a traffic vest anytime you're off the truck, is that really that big of a deal? Like put the traffic vest on and be quiet and do your job. Like it's not changing anything. Just do it. If that's what keeps them off of your shoulder. And they let you do pretty much anything else you want. Drop your ego, humble yourself, put the vest on and promote in your career if you don't want it and make that change later in your career. But ultimately remember your roots and where you came from. Like you signed up to be a fireman. You didn't sign up to be a fire
0: chief. Mm -hmm. So, so this brings up an interesting question and this is one that I, that I have frequently. I'm an old fart. The problems that we see with ego, Is that generational or is that something that kind of everybody gets a touch of it once they get in the service?
1: I think saying that it's generational, I I don't know. I I think that puts a bad twist on it because it, it singles out different groups. I think we have to make a change and get aggressive in our job. Like I said, this job will kill you. We know that. The ego thing comes because, I mean, we are paramilitary. We like to say, but I I call BS because I'll go back to the brotherhood part. We'll help somebody move. You say you need help moving. We'll show up as a whole, as a fire service. But if I'm having a bad day or you can tell my mantra or my attitude is off, people aren't walking up to each other and saying, Hey, are you doing all right? Or saying, Hey man, I love you because of our egos because we're these big burly people supposed to be firefighters and be tough and rough that we can't have emotions if we stop doing that and we do like we all say i love you to each other we we check on each other like that's something we have to change it starts with that if we start making each other happy all a lot of that stuff will go away on its own just from being kind instead of saying i've been here for 20 years you're going to listen to me like yeah there needs to be some point of you need to go clean the toilets but on the other side, why can't the senior guy be the one that puts the arm around the new guy and says, hey, let's go out here and I want you to teach me something because the way you're doing it now is different than the way I want it. That's the yeah. egos we need to change. And if we start doing that, as all of us have you know, almost two decades on the job or more, that's going to make a change for the next group that are coming in. But we're also seeing older adults start their careers in their 30s, which is I don't, that's why I say it's not generational because not everyone started at 18, 19 anymore. We're we're starting at different ages and I'm a grown man. You're not going to talk to me that way. Like we'll, we'll have to talk about this a different way somewhere else, but we can handle this situation using positivity instead of trying to beat each other up. We're not advancing by beating each other up.
0: Very true, and do you think that leads do you think these issues with ego might also drive why we see such an issue with mental health um, while we have while we see so much coming down from things like alcohol abuse and things like that? Do you think that might be driven by the ego issue as well potentially
3: I do I think that it contributes significantly um, because I think we buy into that same messaging. You know, not just as a whole, but as an individual, you know, trying to live up to that. Oh, these things don't actually bother me or whatever. You know, the role you're supposed to fill. Right. So trying to somewhat silence those emotions or it, at least in the moment to where it's less noticeable, I think is a huge contributor to the mental health issue or alcohol abuse or fill in the void of any of the crutches that move forward are
0: just wanted to see what y'all's thoughts were about the biggest problems we're facing. And I, I think we're all, I think a lot of people are on the same page. If we don't get the egos in check, could be a problem, but so I got a question know, for as- you.
1: Uh-oh. Uh-oh. We, Uh-oh. I didn't do it. I like asking a lot of people this, and this isn't single to a single gender or whatever. It's just common because of our, the male gender. And I like to ask a lot of people this just to get their answer. When was the last time you told a grown man that wasn't, a family member, typically someone you work with, I love you.
0: Hadn't been that long ago.
1: All right. What about the masses? How often do you think it happens in the firehouse?
0: Probably less often than we would like. So um, if you were having a
1: bad day and someone uh, someone you respected said it to you, do you think it would increase your mood?
0: I don't know. I I really don't know how to answer that. I know that recently I personally have started to understand more the importance of reinforcing you know our connections with those we work with. You know, we had a we've had a couple really bad calls around, you know, that I that I've been involved with. I know that Eric, my co-host who's not here tonight, y'all just saw what he had to deal with. You know, a, a lot of this, you know, we don't process it. And like you say, telling another man, I love you is kind of weird when you think about it by modern terms, but at the end of the day, the people we work with, they, 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 in a a certain sense are almost like family and how we have to deal with them. So, I mean, yeah, it's important that people know that you are there to help them when they hit that bad spot.
1: So I take that back to the brotherhood. We say every day that we would die for the guy on the side of the truck with us if we had to. But we don't have the guts to ask that person if they're doing all right or tell them I love them. But we would tell a family member of the same gender, I love you, without thinking twice. And we spend as much or more time with the people in the firehouse. Why are we not doing this? And we have to start knowing. Ego. Ego. That's exactly why it comes back to you.
3: It wraps all the way around. It all around.
1: wraps back to egos, and we have to drop it. Like, I love these guys, and all of our guys, we make it a point that we we say it out loud to each other, we call each other, we check in each on each other, and we have to do that as a whole. We have to be the ones, the youngest guy in the firehouse can walk up to the most senior guy and say, hey, man, are you okay? Is everything good? And have that serious conversation, and it might change that person's life, and we don't even know it just by stopping and saying, are you okay? And we have to start doing that as a whole. We have to be leaders in this and uh, start leading the forefront of it and start loving one another. Like we claim to be, I think the brotherhood is fake as a whole and that's going to hurt a lot of feelings.
0: You know, there, there's a a class that that I teach the the North Carolina firefighter cancer Alliance. In fact, we'll be teaching it at the executive officer school later this month. And it, It deals with leadership and difficult conversations. How do you have the conversations? I'm not okay. I don't feel, you know, I'm something's wrong. You know, hey, I've got, I've got a bad diagnosis, whatever that is. How do we as leaders address that? How do we do it effectively? How do we put aside our preconceptions and do it in an effective way. And, you know, I I agree wholeheartedly with what you guys are saying. If we're not humble, then we will be humiliated as my mother has taught me many years ago. All right. Well, cool. Well, your input on what types of challenges we're finding. So we'll put this up with a bonus episode because that's material worth talking about. And again, guys, thank you. Thank you. You have been listening to All Clear. All Clear is presented by the North Carolina Firefighter Cancer Alliance and the First Responders Peer Support Network. This program is hosted and produced by Travis McGaha and Eric Stevenson. Visit our website, allclearpodcast.com, where you can contact us and leave feedback. If you like what you hear, please share this podcast with someone. The opinions of guests do not necessarily represent the views of the podcast. This podcast is recorded with Descript and with technology that is provided by Quartec Computers. We'll see you soon, and as always, light your fire within.